up? What's good? And welcome back to the Creators Trap Podcast. Welcome to a new week. And this week we got a special guest. Got my guy, the bro. Yes, sir. Got the homie. Yes, sir. The I don't know how to say it. We met at church, so my musical friend <laughs> got Lorenzo in the building. What's up, man? What's going on, man? I appreciate you coming through. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is a, I guess you can say like a homecoming service. I mean, it's been a while right. since we got back together. <laughs> Heck yeah, over here, man. Yeah, since the new entry days. Right. Yeah. But um, appreciate you being here. So before we get into it, um, let's get a shout out to our sponsor. So the sponsor for today is Bread Clothing. Bread Clothing is an apparel that gives you the confidence to be who you're created to be. Bread, which stands for Born Ready, Established Different, is not just a statement. It's a lifestyle. Made with high-quality material and iconic designs, bread clothing encourages you to remember to be yourself because you were born to be. You're established different because you can conquer any obstacle no matter what's in front of you. So you can follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Bread Clothing. That's B-R-E-D-C-L-O-T-H-I-N-G. And on their website at www.breadclothing.com. And they are the presenting sponsors for this episode of the Creators Trap Podcast. So what's up, man? Just chilling, man. I'm Enjoying life. Glad you can make it on the episode. I appreciate you. I reached out to you. You said, hey, if you need me, I'm there. And I appreciate you coming through, man. Definitely. So on this, ep- well, on this podcast, we talk about people that are in the creative space. And you have, are you in the... You say you're in photography space? Yeah, photography, videography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been in this in this space? Um, I would say officially mm-hmm. uh, since 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. So really not too long. Still a baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, not too long, but I mean, you're out here killing it and putting out great content. It's, it looks good. Appreciate you. So we were talking about this a little bit earlier. And typically when I ask people this same question, they have like the same general answer, but I'll ask you. But, you know, when we were younger and growing up, you know, they asked us like at career day or something, what do you want to be when you grow up? Photography never was the answer for me or for a lot of people. Right. And for the most part, it kind of just happened. Mm-hmm. So did you ever like see yourself younger saying, okay, I want to be a photographer. I want to be a videographer. Not at all. Man. Like, um, it's crazy because in a, in a way I was doing it all my life, but mm-hmm. I never pictured myself doing it as like a career. Yeah. So like <clears throat> just growing up, I always had, I was always taking pictures of, of just people, different things like that. Um, I was known as a, uh, photo, uh, hoarder. Because, okay. like, I got, Dropbox, yeah, I got Dropbox <laughs> accounts with, like, yeah. photos from, like, 10-plus years ago, you know? So everybody come to you for, like, throwbacks Exa- and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and then, like, my dad, um, he always taped the, the services and stuff at my church. So I had background into that, um, started working the camera at church, just different things like that. Mm-hmm. It was always a part of me, but at the same time, I had no clue that that's what I would be doing okay. right now. Yeah, so... <clears throat> When you think about it now, um, at least for me, when I think back to like, okay, why did I, how did I even get here? Why did I even start? I think back to like, and I said this in an earlier episode, um, 
it was like one class I took in college. It was like one photography class and like one graphic design class. And little did I know that one class was going to change my mindset for like the rest of my life. So like what was that one moment for you that said, okay, let me take this serious? What was that one moment? Um, I would say okay. So a music video that always stood out to me for some reason was mm-hmm. uh, Dice Pineapple. Dice Pineapple. Okay, Rick Ross. Yeah. Uh huh. Like the ball. I was okay. <laughs> yeah. I was always intrigued by that music video, and mm-hmm. like since then. I always just wanted to create a music video. I was uh, intrigued just by how they marketed the Patron. Uh, no, Ciroc, my bad. Ciroc, your pineapples. You there, right? <laughs> and just like all of that stuff for whatever reason intrigued me. So like when I first started Vice Productions, um, mm-hmm. unofficially, I started in uh, 2018. Officially, I started in 2020. But like in 2018, I did like a mock music video. And, you know, that was my inspiration. I think that was the thing that just kind of gave you that little push. Mm-hmm. Me and even, yeah, and even though that song came out like years before, mm-hmm. it's just something that always stood out to me. And just watching other music videos like Michael Jackson yeah. music videos. Classics. Oh, right. <laughs> Remember the time. Oh, man. And just <laughs> good stuff. So going through all that and thinking back on that what at what point you know once you started in this video journey and then going to vice production at what point did you or what or it was there like a certain thing that showed you like okay this is something i can do for real this is something that i need to take serious because for me um the point at which i started saying okay this is photography something that you know i'm good at I can start taking serious of when people were, you know, paying me some money to take these pictures. <laughs> right. And then they were actually happy with what they got. So that was like my, I guess you could say light bulb moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm going to do this for real and I'm on to something. So did you right. have like one of those moments where you say, okay, this is my light bulb moment. Okay. This is what I, I'm in the right space. Yeah. So uh, for me, I think when we first, me and my uh, wife, shout out to Fee. Shout out to When we first got engaged and we did our engagement shoot, um, shout out to Manifa Bosdale, Picture Perfect Photography. Mm-hmm. Um, when we did our shoot, I had uh, one of our friends just kind of like record the actual shoot on a phone. And I went back and I edited and made a music video out of that. And like the love that it received, not only because of the fact that we were together and just getting married, but the fact that it was just uh, just well put together and everything, that kind of like sparked that light bulb. Just okay, I can I can do something, mm-hmm. you know. And like I actually came across that video uh, the other week, and just like looking at that, then uh, just looking at that compared to like my stuff now, it's just like wow, I came a long way. Yeah, you know, that's so just is important. Yeah, yeah, just like stuff that just make you like be thankful, just grateful, just mm-hmm. you know, you thought you was good then, but just like look at Please. you now, and then like even still, you still got a ways to go. Mm-hmm. So I, I I cherish moments and stuff like that. Just it just kind of it pushes you, mm-hmm. but at the same time it also humbles. 
I want you to keep going. Mm-hmm. So, um, going through all that, and then you know, speaking a little bit on your journey and how you got there, talk a little bit about your journey with starting Vice Productions and going that far, because I think your story is like a testament to, you know, I'm going to let you tell it, but I think it's a testament to how people should, you know, believe in themselves and know that I can count on me. And then I can step out and know that I'm gonna get it done, and it's gonna, right. it's gonna grow. So talk a little bit about you know your journey with starting Vice Productions. Yeah. So um, when I started doing Vice Productions full time, uh, I had no intentions of doing it. I didn't want to do it. Mm. It was more so of a just kind of being obedience type thing, and not you know not really trying to preach to you or anything anything like that, but. You know, I am a Christian. I believe in God and like my faith is, is strong. And it was just one of those things where in the middle of a pandemic, he told me to leave my job and do my business full time. I didn't want to do it. Told my wife, you know, we just got <laughs> married, just got a house. And it was just like, you really want me to leave my security? You know, the thing that's going to pay my bills. And I did it. Um, I was working night audit at, a t- at the time at a hotel. and um. That night, uh, that morning of July 1st, 2020, I clocked out and that was it. I was doing Vice Productions full time and uh, it's been a it's been a journey. Um, Of course, every day wasn't good. Had more bad days than good. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm I'm just grateful because, um, you know, I've learned a lot. Uh, I was humbled a lot. Um, I was introduced to a lot of great people along the way. Um, in the midst of it, I just, uh, I never, I still got my home. Our marriage is stronger than ever. Um, all of my needs were provided, like ways just been made. And like, I've, I've learned a lot, not only about my business, but just about myself and how to be, become a better person, how to walk in me how to accept me as a person who I am um, and just enjoy life. It's, it's like these last couple of years just been a lot, but in a good yeah. way, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the journey. Yeah. So I think that was important that, you know, a lot of times you might not know that, mm-hmm. that fear of the unknown can stop a lot yeah. of people from, really pursuing what they were meant to do just yeah. that fear of unknown and not knowing can sometimes hinder us but um you just got to step out and do it so did uh i know you said that believing your faith is what really drove that did you have to have uh a lot of self-confidence yourself during that time yeah definitely and did that like and did it build over time as you were like stepping out doing that yeah it's still building honestly mm-hmm. um like when I first left my job, of course, it was I kept it on the hush hush just because, you know, something that big, you don't want a lot of people yeah. opinion and stuff in here. What are you thinking? You know, blah, blah, blah. you ain't know what you're doing. I already <laughs> know. I first I don't want to do it. So yeah. like I'm not about to tell you, so you can tell me I'm not supposed tell to tell me what I already know. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> just like it it really did help boost my confidence. Mm-hmm. Um like now I'm doing stuff that I never thought I even I would even do. You know, and it's just because I stepped out and, you know, did this. And then um since starting Vice Productions, uh 
you get to do I see you get to do a lot of traveling. Man, yeah. How's that part of it? It's great, man. <laughs> I um I've been blessed. I was able to uh I was flown out to uh Sarasota, Florida. Um just last month I was flown out to uh Sedona, Arizona. We mm-hmm. went to the Grand Canyon. Um it's been great. It's been great. So what would you say so far? What would you say the most interesting place you've been so far? Arizona. Arizona. Like just seeing the Grand Canyon in person, that mm-hmm. that's just, that in itself is life life changing. Like just like looking at it, mm-hmm. no picture or anything would do just it just it. it goes on forever. It's just like one of those things is like, wow. Uh, kind of feel like you made it, right? Yeah. yeah. Just like, wow. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. So, in doing all that, um, do you sometimes feel like, I know as people that's in this space, a lot of times they can feel that you you can kind of get booked up so much that sometimes it can feel like it's over. Sometimes. Do you ever get that feeling sometimes? Yes, and uh, the reason why I say that is because for a long time, and even now I'm still trying to break out of it, I didn't know how to accept bookings. Mm -hmm. So as an entrepreneur, you have to realize that every every opportunity is not for you. Every client is not for you. Um, And just kind of plan out your bookings. So not how to say it. Not knocking like your smaller clientele, but you know what type of clientele that you're going for. You know what type of work you're trying to do. Um, Just kind of build out like a schedule. Okay, this is how much money I need to make this month. Mm -hmm. These are the amount of projects that I want to take this month so that I can still maintain my life outside of my business and just be healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's a place that I'm trying to get to. And that's something that um, is, is necessary. Yeah. So would you say it's like. I guess different from those who may, you know, who may do it as a side hustle, but they really don't rely on it too much to, you know, pay the bills and stuff. Is it? Mm. Do you think it's like a a big difference, you know, with people that are actually, you know, doing it for a living? Like this is just like how I pay the bills and stuff. So oh yeah, definitely. It's gonna be a lot different than you know. I can't take like a. I can't take like a a month off and just mm-hmm. not do anything. You know, it's sometime I have to keep going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, there have been plenty of times I didn't want to get out of bed. It's like, yeah. I don't want to do this today. <laughs> but look at that um that bill, that notification, because they, they're yeah. always going to email you. They're always going to send stuff in the mailbox. Yeah. Well, let me get on up and <laughs> get this day started, you know. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So I guess in the midst of that, when you – uh that you get overwhelmed at least for me there's it's a certain thing that like keeps me motivated to keep going and that one thing for me is to see the happiness when you deliver to your clients and they say this is exactly what I want thank you so much yeah that's like the it may be small to them but I feel like to us it's a big it mm. means a lot because Sometimes you can get, like I said, you can get overwhelmed with so much stuff that yeah. being like doing this can be kind of draining. Mm. But just 
the gratification you get from they're just saying thank you or that showing that they are happy that they got it mm. is the biggest thing to me. So what would you say like your why or what really pushes you in those times when you feel like you might be getting overwhelmed? Uh, I would definitely say that that is one of the things that push me. Um, just because like you said, it do get hard at times. And, you know, it's something that although this is my passion mm-hmm. is days where I, there's days where I'm like, I don't ever want to do this again. Yeah. You know, it, it gets real. <laughs> and like, um, like when you get those clients that are just like, Oh my gosh, I am so happy. Thank you. Like this means so much it really boosts your confidence, not in a way to make you arrogant, but just like you said, in a way to just push you to keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of my whys. But um, another why is I want to build an empire. Yeah. Um, Like one thing that I realized, my life is not my own. You know, I got a wife. I don't have any kids yet. Mm-hmm. But um, even beyond my wife and my future children, you know, life is about what you can do for other people. So, like, I want to build an empire. I want to provide jobs. I want to provide just a world where people like me can live and be free and just kind of. So, like, me growing up, um, I talk about this often. I grew up in a uh, hometown where it's a sports town. Yeah. I grew up playing sports, but that wasn't really my thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I was decent. And. If sports was my passion, I probably could have been a star player, but because my heart wasn't really in it, I did enough to get by. Yeah. And they didn't really have a lot of programs and stuff for like creatives, like, you know, like myself. So I want to provide those opportunities for young creators, uh, you know, that they can develop their craft early mm-hmm. and just different things like that. So um, that's, that's one of my whys as well, just kind of creating something else for people like me. Yeah. So I think that uh, you were just talking about is what a lot of people need to, I guess, do or at least strive to do with that is to, um, and I talked about this a little bit on another show, is that given that reaching hand out to somebody mm-hmm. that you know might need it or right, because like we said, I said on the episode before that you never know what one little thing can do to spark mm. that creativity in somebody that was just trying to find their way. Right. So I think that that's important to know that, you know, we're in this creative space, but we also want to be able to make room for other people to be able to prosper in the same space as well. Right. Exactly. So talking on creativity, what would, what would you say sparked your creativeness? Hmm. Or what, what would you say is, or would you like already born with creativity or is it just like you were with yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was born with it. You already had the creative stuff in mm-hmm. Yeah, and even though like the videos and the pictures translated late, a little later in life, mm-hmm. just like musically, so like I'm a musician at heart. Um, yeah, a very good one, by the way. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. You on the, on the lead, man. That's, that's something we serious. We have some church in just right (laughs) but yeah man like when i was one Mm -hmm. like my mom they would always tell the story like before i was even one and like walking good i can like play the tamarind stuff on beat then like from that that translated to the drums Mm -hmm. then it translated to the you know the the keyboard and then singing and just music is like my life then outside of music 
I love to cook. Um, even visual arts, drawing and stuff. I haven't done it in a while, but I was pretty good at like arts, uh, clay, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just anything creative, I was naturally good at. Um, and just over the years, you know, stuff that I started drawing to more, I just started to develop that craft and just learn and just different things like that. But yeah, I'm creative by at heart. So speaking on the food, if y'all follow him, <laughs> y'all see that he is an amazing cook. The food looks good and everything. And um, would you say that creativity in that exists for you? Oh yeah, yeah. It's all it's funny because when I was younger, a little kid, I would always say I want to do two things. I want to be a preacher and a chef. There you go. Now I don't want to be a preacher, but I mean, if it happens, it's gonna happen. Whatever, mm-hmm. but. I, I still want to be a chef. I still want to cook, open a restaurant, you know. Yeah. That's good. And then the other thing um, I want to talk about was you talked about creativity and videos and food. You also starting radio. Yeah. And I think the day is all pre recorded. So it's your first episode is dropping in a few in, hours. In a few hours. So talk yeah. a little bit about how that creative process was with that. Ooh, yeah. So, um, I never thought I would do radio because I was always considered shy. I considered myself shy, which a lot of people that knew me growing up, they would find it hard to believe because I was always in everything, always doing everything, always in the spotlight. But like deep down, I was really shy. And uh, my senior year in high school, I did an internship with um, the local radio station because I actually wanted to be a music producer. And that was the closest thing that they had to, um, to like uh, music producing. Mm-hmm. So I did that, did a couple of commercials, did a couple of live uh, interviews and stuff. And it was cool. But after that was over, I was like, you know, that was it. I didn't want to do it anymore. And then like literally a month ago, the opportunity came up and boom, I got my own radio show. <laughs> and at the time I was like, what am I thinking? Are, are, do you want to do this? And like, is I mean my my first show drops in a few hours, yeah. but I feel like this is this is right. Yeah, and like I think me stepping out in 2020, all of that kind of prepared the way for this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's bigger than just it's bigger than the videos. It's bigger than the picture. This is creating a platform for me to ultimately do what I set out to do as far as like creating that space for other people to grow that space for other people to become their best selves Mm -hmm. and i have to do it for myself in order for me to help somebody else so this is like a big confidence booster for myself yeah so would you say that i guess through your whole journey so far would you think would you say that uh not knowing and then just stepping out and then just letting what happened happened is that like a big part of you said that's like a big part of or how you would describe your journey that's that's my journey to the t (laughs) get up in the morning don't know what to expect here it is just get up and live it yeah and Mm -hmm. i think that's a a good lesson to learn is that you know you never know what's going to happen but as long as you doing it to your fullest and you feel that you're in the right place, things are going to work out. Keep a positive mind. <clears throat> Keep positive people that are on the same, uh, that are where you're trying to be. Mm-hmm. Keep a lot of those people in your circle. 
think this is like a good portion or a good, that was a good segue into this question. So one thing I always feel is that no matter what we do, anything that we, anything that we do, there's a life lesson in some form or fashion in things that we do. So what would you say would be one of the, or one of the biggest life lessons you got from being in this videography space? Yeah, uh, one of the biggest life lessons for me, um, always remain humble and always remain teachable. Um, I've been blessed with opportunities um, that a lot of people that's been in the game longer than me, you know, wish they would have have had. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet and tape Ron Days of uh, Gullah Gullah Island. Most of y'all may remember that show. Back in December, I was able to uh, meet and video um, Tina Campbell of Mary Mary and her husband, Teddy, and just different opportunities keep popping up for me. And it's it's not because I'm the greatest videographer or photographer or anything like that. It's just because I remain humble. I remain teachable. I remain friendly. You know, you never, never get a big head, you know, always remain teachable, always meet people gain those relationships because you never know who knows who you know that's 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 the biggest lesson yeah and i think that that's an that's an important key to know is that you know you may not you don't have to always be the best at what you do but as long as you are a great person and people can enjoy being around you they will work with you regardless if you've been in it 20 years or you just started yesterday exactly and they'll lend that helping hand you know to at least get you to where you're going, because um, that, speaking on that, you know, a lot of times people can see the greatness in you, mm-hmm. and they can see, okay, he may not be there right now, but he's humble, he's got great character, mm-hmm. he might not be the best now, but he can still do this stuff for me. The skills can be developed. Yeah, so I think that that's an important part, to always remain humble, because if you work with people and they enjoy being right, they will continue to work with you for a long time. Exactly. Yeah. Keyword, word of the day, <laughs> integrity. Integrity. Integrity <laughs> matters. <laughs> so, um, next part, what, so let's say somebody just got a camera today. They just went to Best Buy, just got, just got a little camcorder or something, say, you know what, I'm going to start recording, doing little videos and stuff. What would be some advice you would give that person? Uh, okay, so first and foremost, before you even buy anything, do your research. Make sure that you are getting the right camera for what you're trying to do. Um, yeah, that's a big one. And once you do that, don't necessarily jump and buy the most expensive thing. Go on eBay. They got some great used yeah, cameras. Great. Yeah, for cheap. You know, you're just starting out. You don't want to run yourself dry before you even get going you know Mm -hmm. so that's big just do your research make sure you're getting the right type of camera uh make smart decisions financially and take the time to learn your camera that's something that i did not do um when i started out and like even now i am uh still learning my camera i have i've had my camera for about a year and a half now Mm -hmm. and like things that i feel like i should have known i'm just now learning so <laughs> take the time and learn your camera so you're not like at your shoots mm-hmm. like they don't know but you sitting in trying to figure that out is there no just work learn your craft 
Yeah. It's going to help you out in the long run. Learn your craft. Make sure that you know what you're doing before you actually go up there and do it. It makes a big difference. Yeah. And um, I think you said a little bit something just now. I don't want to get looked over, but you don't have to buy everything at once. <laughs> yes. Just, you know, you can just add to your collection over time. That's mm-hmm. something I had to get over myself. I'm like, I don't want all of it right now. Mm-hmm. But broke. <laughs> yeah, broke. So you had to learn to, all right, I don't need it right now, but I can mm-hmm. just add and add and add, get something here and there. Yep. You don't have to get everything all at once. And learn how to work with what you have. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. Because you will be surprised what you can do with the little bit that you have. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen people, I follow people on Instagram where they can make like whole movies with just their iPhone and exactly. just like different yeah. props and stuff. It can be done. It doesn't matter what equipment that you have. It's your uh, creativity and just like how you work things. Yeah, so that that's some good advice. You don't need the big stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. as long as you know what you're doing, then you can make anything happen with what you got. Exactly. So, um, appreciate you coming. Yes, um, sir. Thanks for having me. You got anything you want to tell the people? Like, you shout out, tell them where they can find you, all that. Yeah, uh, so you can find me uh, at Vice Productions. Uh, email. Uh, Website is still under construction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, it'll be out by the time this airs. But um, you can email me at info.viceproductions at gmail.com. Uh, my social media is viceproductions1 on Facebook as well as YouTube. Um, excuse me, Facebook as well as Instagram. YouTube is viceproductions with an S. Um, my personal Lorenzo N. Vice, Facebook and Instagram. And also check me out every Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m., getting up, getting ready for work on uh, WDRB Media, Voice of the Community. My radio show is Behind the Lens, and this is your boy, Zoe. Check me out. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you coming through. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure that you stay tuned for our new episode next week. And until then, see you later. Peace.